burning down the house, sneeze therapy, and what are you afraid of? All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 do. Deep-floating the fucking microphone. You're freaking me out. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody back. Hi, Melissa. How are you? Hi, Aim. I'm fantastic. I'm glad to hear it. That's my favorite way for you to be. I'm hot as fuck right now. Why? Our house is air-conditioned to 70, which is crispy Super cool. cold. It's delightful. My, my bedroom's probably 72. But nonetheless, I come into this room which is the Jack to the Jack and Jill of my daughter's room. Hey. And the sun is beating down on my baseball cap. The air is getting hot. My beer is getting flat. It's 170 degrees in this room, and I'm physically sweating. Is it? it? It's bad. You know (laughs) what? Here's how lucky you are. Yeah. You can leave that room, still be on the second floor, and have a temperate climate. Yeah. Not so. Yeah. Shave for gazing. <laughs> what happened over there? We had what is known in in suburban circles as an HVAC emergency. Oh no! Yes, the upstairs unit went f- <laughs> yesterday. Can I ask you, just for funsies, hmm. what's your weather today? It's a little sad esque. It's fine. You can go outside and not die, so it's somewhere. It's a good start. Yeah, it's somewhere around eighty or less. It's it's like a it's after the storm because we had tornadic activity yesterday. We did too. Tornadic activity, darling. And today that cools everything off because you know we cool. La- yesterday, at some point in the middle of the day, this upstairs unit stopped working, and Ugh. maybe maybe you don't know this about me. I never go upstairs because fuck them. Why oh, would I, you? The only thing up there is laundry, the playroom, the best room of the house. Unfortunately, guest rooms and the kids' rooms. No, and the oh, fucking exercise room. Yeah, I'm not going up there. I haven't mu- been up there. What about the music room? For, first floor, first room of the house. <gasps> is it first floor, first room of the house? You see it from the street. It is a double story room with crazy ceiling and all kind of art that we hung too high so it's on purpose like up above there's a there's really tall shelves for all the records and then above that there was like that drama ledge or whatever the fuck so we put some art up there it's good stuff it's a good time hey it's a good time i love it i want some more of it upstairs yeah there's one excellent room and then work it sounds like and i'm not doing any of that so the children stumbled down around dinner time looking sort of you know, squalid. Yes. Like, (laughs) what's what's happening? Like that guy in that movie, 72 Hours, where he has to bite his own arm off. Cut his arm off, yeah. Right. And I'm like, well, you can sleep downstairs because I'm not paying an emergent technician to come out here tonight. Cut to. Yeah. They came out today. Yeah. And did their whole song and a dance, and I wrote them a big check, and now everybody's freezing again. But fuck HVAC is what I'm saying. Fuck it. You just you fuck need them. them though. You need them. Do you though? I mean, the rest of the world gets by, and it's hot and unsavory, and I don't have to talk to you. These children are too spoiled. Oh, I'm they not want, arguing that. They want a reasonable climate. <laughs> they want to be able to sleep without a stroke. I mean, that's a lot. That's too much to ask. My kid's at camp for the summer. He came home for a day off, and that tornadic activity oh, yeah. had them call him and say, hey, bud, 
don't come back because I'm watching the tornado's path. Well, that night. I'm watching the tornado's path and it is your drive back here. So why don't you spend another night with mom? You got a double square bonus. Double word score. (laughs) And he brought home his little nugget friend who I adore. Um, I mean, this boy can eat like it's nobody's business. Remember how we talked about how our (laughs) sons can eat us out of house and home? Mm -hmm. And I just I'm like, I know you ordered one dish from the Chinese restaurant, I'd like to have a backup for you so you're not watching me eat. <laughs> so nice. if there's any way that yeah, I can This is get your you. only shot. Let me help you. Yeah, if you don't so, know it by now, this is it. So, so we, got extra, we got an extra, got an extra, extra evening. I'm so happy. I do have a full house myself and it's full of fucking possessions in addition to full of people. The amount of shoes and clothes that these whores have coming in with them, it's insane. But I've started watching The Gentle Art of Swedish Death Cleaning and it is truly helping me. It's helping me. It's Amy Poehler does Marie Kondo. Do you know this show at all? Is this all brand new to you, this idea? It is new to me, but I love Amy Poehler so much that it's she does. Stockish. If you haven't seen it, the best part is it's just a cleaning show. They give you tips. Watching it is a kind of motivation, right? It's also a kind of a zen, so it's all good. But then Amy Poehler is narrating. She's not there in it in any way. Clearly, she narrated the thing after the fact. But everything that she says is exactly what you're thinking. So they'll, it's, I mean, I don't mean to sound callous, but you are a listener of this show, so I should just keep talking without the caveat. So at <laughs> you one know point, me by now. At one point, they're doing a kind of Viking funeral memorial tribute to this man whose ex-wife has passed away and she was a bitter, foul, sour seed. And I'll leave all that out, but they advised him, part of the reason that you're having trouble cleaning out the basement of all of this crap is not because you are holding on to things for your kids. It's because you don't want to touch that third rail. Everything about her has been so awful. You need to, so we need to, we need to close that chapter. We just need to get her out and be done. So he wrote her this letter. He put it in a fire pit. They floated the fire pit out into the middle of Lake Shipikakakapak. And then there you're done. And now all of a sudden he's got a tiki bar and a new wife. So everything worked out. But while this is going on, he's a new wife too. Oh yeah. yeah, It's fantastic. He used to drive the Wienermobile. I mean, there's a lot of nice, interesting things going on here. Yep. He had, he had all kind of like booby art in his house. It was a, it's very curious. Another woman collected penises. I guess it's a sexual show now that I think of it. So this fire pit's floating on the lake. Everybody's crying. It was super moving and so difficult. And he was so raw and spectacular. And Amy goes, and there it is. Who's going to put that out? Like it's like that's fucking awful, but that's exactly what I was thinking because it's floating in the middle of the fucking lake and it's on fire. And I'm like, well, what the fuck now? You know, that was an ad lib. I love her so so much. That's the kind of snarky shit. Dear listener, you don't know this, but this is 12 hours after Amy and I met the last time to try a record. We had a fabulous episode for you and we had to tank it because of technical difficulties. I'm just going to say technical difficulties. Please stand by. So 12 hours later, the first first time we were too tired anyway. But since then, I have come across an issue for which I need a poll, for which I need need a way in some fucking where. Amy. Ma'am. Skittles. Yes. Okay. You gave me a, ew, that's gross. Well. Not a fan? No, I, I am. But I also... 
know that they are illegal in Europe because they're not actually food. Human food. Yeah. yeah. They're just a super a toxin. That's a shame. But they are I do eat and enjoy them. And then after I've had a bag and a half, I think I'm never eating these again. Okay. And then and then a, and then a time period elapses. <laughs> and some idiot comes And I into taste the fucking rainbow. Yeah. Yeah. I have a very serious question and it is for you and it is for every single one up. of our listeners. I'm are ready. you fucking ready? I hang on a second. <sighs> this I'm is ready. a deal breaker, a uh, oh, friendship okay. maker. This is it. When you eat Skittles, yes, ma'am. Do you eat them flavor combinations like a green and a and a yellow for the lemon lime? Wait, wait, lemon lime. Do you eat just the reds? Do you eat one flavor at a time? Or and I don't want you to have a biased question here at all, but or are you a fucking savage who puts a handful of God fucking <laughs> knows what's happening? Into your mouth all at one time. Which which camp can you align yourself with right now? Please hurry. Okay. Well, as in all things culinary, I am um, bi edible. What do we call it? Omni omnivore. I don't know what the answer is. Here's, Here's your omnivore's answer. dilemma. What if if on in in the normal course of business? Okay, I'm not I high. I am Go a ahead. quite sanctimonious siloed skittles selector love it yes quite sanctimonious Uh i don't flavor (laughs) mix bitch i will single color theory only thank you i am a super racist skittle eater okay (laughs) only one color and that's it at a time it's benetton i mean all colors are great but not united no united skittles of benetton no and then it gets a little bit Late in the evening, and okay. my hand will dig into the fucking bowl. Like and a savage. <laughs> so much to the point where I have sweaty Skittle marks on my flesh <laughs> before they plop, plop into my gullet. They used to say M&Ms don't melt in your hand. They melt Try in your me. mouth. <laughs> Try me, clown. Okay? Are you kidding? Please. Fucking peasant. Unbelievable. I was moved to, like, anger by someone on TikTok who husband and wife combination sitting in bed and one of them said, no, I'll open one of those little fun size packets, sometimes two, and pour them both into my mouth. And all of a sudden my mouth started to water. Right. Because, you know, each one of those, it like just fills your mouth with weird saliva. They just have like a Jolly Rancher does that too for a sour reason. You can't do that. You're a fucking savage. And I watched his wife's eyes looking at him. I married this right. man who not for long. fists Skittles. Yeah, not for long. That's it. It's over. It was okay. lovely, Brad. Get out. We're done. Seriously. Yep. Mm-mm. All right. So I'll admit, I will admit that I do what you do. I silo them. I'll eat the red ones. I'll eat. I- I'm really not mad at any of them. I make designs on the tabletop. You're lined up in order so I that we've got that. a little staging area. It's just like being at the airport when, you know, they're calling group one. You got them in a line. The other oh, ones I love are behind the other barricade. Everybody knows when they're getting ready to go into my mouth. <laughs> Wait a minute. Do you do the same? Everyone knows <laughs> when they're about to go in your mouth. I heard it. I processed it. I loved it. I hope Ooh, I can grab it as a hey, drop, too. <laughs> it's B.O. after dark. <laughs> Let me put down the time stamp for that comment to make sure that I get that right. 
Speaking of timestamp, are you still uh, recording? I am, and I've been checking it this whole time. I'm keeping my hands under the desk, actively playing with my shell. That sounds so perverted. That I'm, is twice. I'm literally holding a shell. Look at it. I'm holding it. It's my Costa Rica shell. I, I have to tell you the funniest shells. part yes, of that is the me. fact that I have a picture of you that popped up on my thing today, my phone today, as a this time, right. and it had you holding a tortoise shell See? as your private part so when you over your private so That's when you right. say i'm just here playing with my shell that was my clitortis if i recall correctly <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh my god all right 7 p.m punchy 7 a.m sleepy hey look <laughs> i'm just telling you it's how we're made that's, that's what you call for. Do you do the same with the assorted jelly beans that you do with oh, Skittles? Well, I have lost my love affair. I have fallen out of love with ye old jelly belly. Okay, but more than fair. once, I've purchased that menu-sized slab with the little compartments. You know, six jelly beans here in this little area, and it tells you exactly where you're going to need to combine these flavors. And I'm going to yes, like the menu. And then this one's going to taste like it's a strawberry shortcake. <laughs> okay, I don't really have this much fucking time or eye strength to be able to get them. Then my little, you know, I got to get my my index finger to bend a certain way. It's like Jesus. I need a spoon and a trough. Get the beans in the face. Let's go. So if I, I need don't to put on my it, readers, yeah. Thank no, you. Yeah, it's not, this <laughs> no. game is no longer fun. Like I'm not interested in that anymore. So and then the worst is when you get that mixed dime bag of who knows what the fuck is in there. And so it ends up tasting like vomit and sperm. It's just gross. Oh, my God. Are those the Harry Potter ones? Because those are flavors <laughs> of the Harry, Harry Potter, Potter ones. after dark. <laughs> Sperm and ovum. That's what these taste like. Oh this is the reproductory God. packet. Sperm and ovum. Asio like douche. A fetus. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking gross. Spectre wow. scrotum. Yeah. Hard left turn. Um, I started by saying burning down the house. Uh, we did go over it. I feel stupid saying it twice, but my husband tried to kill us by using his riberator to make ribs the wait other day. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He has a what? It's called a riberator. Yeah, it is. It's kind of a rotisserie, but sure it does. It's more flat and lets ribs sit and rotate. Where do in you there. stick it? Where do you stick the prong? Oh boy! <laughs> oh, oh boy! This is cr- and we're sober. Oh, wait, I am. I'm super sober. Okay, just making sure. Why? Why do people always ask me that? You know what? That's a better question for you than everybody else who asks you that. Why do people always ask you if you're sober? Well, I and the flip side is also true. I have to explain to my children repeatedly, not only have I had nothing to drink, I actually usually behave as if I'm drunk when I'm stone cold sober. So don't act like, oh, take mom's drink away. And it's like, I'm drinking water. Like, we, you know, you're going to have to take away more than that because this is just what you get. So anyway... I, the little one is super pissed at me. I want to hear about your story, but he's super pissed at me because he, he loves to say this awful phrase, your racism, having a racism flare up because it's so gross and mean because I was yelling at him because he didn't study Latin and instead he studied Chinese. So I said, I said, ni hao kung pao or something like this because I was trying to yell at him and he told me that was racist. Is that racist? Ni hao wouldn't have been. Not quite sure where I come in on the kung pao part. Uh, uh, all right. Ni hao would have been fine. I mean, right. you could have stopped at that. 
And I've tried to stop swearing directly at his face because I wanted to say, ni hao, motherfucker. But then I that thought, that's would have been nice. better. Oh, yeah. well, I'm so sorry. I went the other way completely. <laughs> well, he's my child. You know, I mean, there's part of that. It's not like I was getting ready to hit him with a deck chair. Hey, Alabama, did you see that shit? Holy fucking shit. Yeah, Between those six cops in Tennessee who beat the shit, tortured, like, what? I can't believe where we are. I can't I believe know. what's happening, and we're not really talking about it, but holy motherfucker. Well, I do everything I can to not watch public brawls, and everyone in my house is like, you got to see this. And I'm I like, couldn't. I don't, I don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch it. And like, but you got to. You got to. They beat up the whites. And I was like, well, I do kind of want to see that. But I don't want to see people. And he's that like, makes me feel a little better, my but still. Said, my child says the college went. He goes, and it was on a, and it was on a super racist dock. And I'm like, what? He you goes, describe to me how you can tell it, what docks are super it racist. Historically racist. And I'm like, did we have historically racist docks? It was the whole thing turned into. You do into, live in the South. I'm not going to lie. There's a I'm lot just, of historically racist things it's going where on. It's where it was Montgomery, Alabama. It's, you know, home of Rosa Parks and all kinds of, you know, what the fuck are you doing now? Good attitude adjustment <laughs> good right? oh adjustment yes bad <laughs> attitude good adjustment you know my i'm sure i told you my husband used to call a rectal procedure hey, hey. um an attitude adjustment he said oh, he's gonna everybody comes in mad and crazy and then the attitude adjustment comes out and it's real quiet in that room after that happens. i gotta say he feels like he's in a power position there but something <laughs> tells me it's not something tells me he's losing ground when he's the one sticking it right Correct. Uh, honestly, he's gotten to a point where he tells people to do that now. But still, um, it gets real quiet in a room. Speaking when a rectal of a hot play. brown prong, you were saying something along the lines of the river lighting the yeah. house on fire. I am with you. So he makes these ribs, but while making them on the grill outside, he also uses wood chips. Do you use wood chips? Yeah, for flavor. Sure. Yeah. Mm, flavor. So he makes it, and I'm sure it's delicious. And then decides to throw out those wood chips inside the house. Yeah. In the in the rubber trash can inside what? the plastic bag inside the island where we lit like in the kitchen. He, he wait. He took hot, partially smoking wood, a combustible product. Put it inside a rubber container in an enclosed sealed- I thought they cooled off, Melissa. I thought they cooled off. What? They did not. So when my kids were teeny tiny <laughs> and shit went sideways, <laughs> we always told them, you know, <laughs> and TV too teaches you to call 911. But my kids in the early years, not so sharp, saying things like 991, 991. And they would yell when they needed help, which was great. We thought, Don't you love those brilliant children? 991, 91, 901, 901. That's even Five, better. 501. I need some jeans. Stat. 8675309. Help. <laughs> help. Brooklyn 99. Help. Are you trying to tell me yeah. that Dr. Brilliant took smoking hot. He said they cooled off. Combustible product. Yeah. Into your yes. house, into your kitchen trash, which is in the middle of your kitchen. Inside the island, yes. Under a, under a stone slab. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I hear from downstairs, and my daughter's home too, and I hear, 911. 
And like oh, eyes widen it. and we are freaking the fuck out. We fly downstairs. He said, I went back out to the grill. I op- I closed the grill because it covers the window. I closed the grill and I saw flames in our kitchen. In the kitchen. And I'm like, motherfucker, what is going on? Oh, so, my God. Well, I, I pull the hose out of the sink, which is right across from the island. Jesus. And I give a little. Psh, psh, uh, and he takes the bag burned right through the rubber container, obviously through the plastic of the bag, all the stuff. Flames. So um, it was fantastic. The house still smells of oh my God. burned Briquette. fire and contact. Br- yes, well, contact I imagine, you know, applewood smoke or whatever else he was trying yes. to infuse into that into that liberator. It smells like the rubber trash can now. So oh, it's not good. So wow. there's no selling this house for a little while until we can oh work God. through that nonsense. That is some crazy prison level shit. Yeah. What was he trying to distract you from? I don't know. I don't know. Something. What- I don't know what was I, why are you bringing things that were on fire into my home? You're supposed hmm? to soak though. You're supposed that to soak them. That he does not know. Where is that what? written? And Everywhere. why didn't he know that? Okay. That's they make smoke. You don't you don't burn them. Then they would just become charcoal briquettes. Right. They would just be ashes if that you were the cover case. You cover like in the same way that you would use a bamboo skewer or something like this. You have to soak it otherwise it will Light your kitchen island on fire. You know, oh, when you oh, decide really? to take the skewer. <laughs> I don't want kebabs. Let's just burn this house to the ground. I don't know why he Muggsy. Ended up, I'm not sure <laughs> why he's from a 1940s Looney Tunes cartoon. Oh but my okay. God, guys, we are so adamant. Hey, for those of you who are still yelling at us in your car or in your home or somewhere that you're a fucking sociopath if you eat all the Skittles, do me a favor. Put it in writing. Brilliantobservations at gmail.com. Go on to... Brilliant observations on Facebook. Go to Brillob Squad there and unleash on the full handful. If you have something to say about those of us who pick out one color, roll over. Like I'm not. Shh, I know. I know the truth. I'm social. I got it. You can also find us at Listen Brilliant on Insta if you would like to send us a picture of how you line up your M and M's or Skittles by color in silos. We are all about that. Guess where else we are? Where are we? We on, on the we on the tick the talk the ticket the, the ticket the tick tick talking you don't stop you Check shut your out. mouth you know I did that shit that I told you I was gonna do that I didn't do that everybody knew I wasn't gonna do well I did it and I did <gasps> it on TikTok Fuck no you. way <laughs> so we are on TikTok oh and you posted the Belgian Grand Prix <laughs> with that whack ass crazy pop singer lip syncing in a cape. To a woman's version, it was a man lip syncing to a woman singing the national anthem with balloon wielding cheerleaders. The drivers were laughing their ass off. It was hilarious. It's very funny. I'm not going to lie. I absolutely Googled the shit out of it afterwards, (laughs) and I just made it to the bathroom after I watched because it was so funny. I peed myself. It is fucking bananas. Okay. Yes. You made a comment in the past. There were three things in your life that you wanted to get better at. Actually, it was really only two until you fucking tanked one on your own. Shit. I was going to say. creates a problem. Amy fixes a problem and then recreates. How does this work? All right. The three things were whistling. How's that going? I, 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 uh, (coughs) do you mean the whistle with the fingers in your mouth, right? Now I, I just mean whistling, period. Okay. Shut up. Shut up, you. Shut up, you. Wait. Wait. (laughs) Fuck you. Fuck you off. Fuck off. Wait. (laughs) Now I can't because I'm laughing. Give me a saltine. 
Dry me out. <laughs> Whistling. I'm going to let that one go. Whistling. Spitting. That was another one. You can't spit. No, I want to do that nice where you take your tongue and you go thwap. Like you're Al Pacino or something, yeah. and you got a big wad of something, and you're going to stick your arms out and go, boom, and it hits the exact target you want. That's what I want to do. I want to be able to have a really aggressive, Italian, inner city, mafioso spit. Does it on end command. with, ding! Like, do you want to hear that? When it happens, it's as good as, it's as good as taking your dick out and slapping it on the table. That's the kind of spit I want to do. Wow. And I, and I, it's the kind of thing also where it's really... I don't necessarily feel comfortable failing at that. Like it's hard to practice because then you're like got a big wad of hubba bubba or something and you're trying to like get it out of your face and then you hit your own chin. And it's just like, it's never, it's not a clean, it's not a clean, you're kind of born with this level of coolness, I think. Yeah. And we weren't. You don't find it cool. No. I feel like you're laughing at this. You know, you want to spit like that. I'm laughing. You know, you want to spit like that. That's the equivalent of taking your fucking hoops out when you're ready to get some shit go down. I got my hoops. I need to get the spit down. I'm just saying, everybody needs their their move. That's a good move for me. I'm picturing Billy Crystal going to spit out the window in that movie oh when God, Harry met when Sally. The cherry and pits. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh. And he spits right into the window. <laughs> He's like, I'll, I'll clean that up. <laughs> yeah, you will, motherfucker. Oh, yeah, you will. Lord. The third thing that you were working on, oh, no. because it, the issue isn't really what you're working on. It's who broke you and why you need to be fixed is sneezing. You have talked in the past about being fine, and then all of a sudden you're like, I'm going to fix this, not a problem, create a bigger problem, and then try to fix that too. Amy, how goes the sneezing? Well, it's not great, but I do think I've turned a corner. Okay. So let me me give you a quick update. As you may know, dear listener, and avid listener that you are, I have forgotten how to sneeze properly. So... Over the years, as an adult, you learn to control your sneeze. You learn to do the silent sneeze. Imagine you're in a movie theater. Imagine you're in a library. Imagine you're at somebody's wedding, and you feel a gusher (laughs) coming on, right? You know, I'm not going to make this shit sound like a fucking mule down at the barnyard, right? Yeah. Right. Nor, yeah, and you're not going to be playing Star Wars with all this. No. (laughs) You need it to be silent (laughs) and effective. Okay. So, it's like... Something like this, right? That's about as quiet as it gets. Something tiny. Something tiny. Delicate. Well, so I started doing that. And you know me. Everything becomes a competition. So then somehow it flipped in my brain, like over the course of a decade. I can do it better. I need to have a a stealth sneeze. Nobody needs to know what's happening. So then I would do it to the point where my eyes would water, but you wouldn't know anything was happening because I internalized all that shit. Then my, you know, kid starts jawing his fucking face. He's like, that's super unhealthy. That's going to be a problem because it has to exit your body. It's going to blow out everything. Blah, 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 blah. You're the human head weighs eight pounds. I'm so glad we had kids. He starts telling me (laughs) all this fucking science, 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 bigger. So he starts telling me all this fucking shit. And I'm like, God damn it. And then I thought, you know what? I maybe need to do it's natural. Maybe I need to just let my sputum fly. Maybe. Yeah, and so I, I, I somehow swung the pendulum all the way back accidentally, you broke and now yourself. I do sneeze like a fucking horse trying to clear a stuck fly from the back of my throat. I don't know what's happening. It's noisy. It's like, do you ever see The Simpsons with Barney? 
and his lips that kind of undulate and all the spittle flies out whenever he burps. Sure. That's sort of what my sneezes are like. They're loud. They're juicy. How they're go your, uh, voluminous. How right. go your meetings when you have to sneeze? I you lose accounts when that happens? Unfortunately for me, I stop because sneezing is an involuntary process. And I'm told that you're, you're, it's impossible to keep your eyes open while you sneeze, right? So at some point, I thought, I'm not going to hold my sneeze in because that's unhealthy. So my brain starts thinking as the sneeze is coming on. You feel it. And then I think, okay, don't hold your sneeze in. Just let it happen. But maybe it'll be gross. I mean, try to figure out where you can put it. But also, I mean, it's not that. Just, just control your sneeze. So I have that amount of conversation in my head while the sneezes come in and I don't know how your sneezes happen but mine are fucking fast okay sure so once I feel this urge happen my brain starts going I don't know let's have coffee with the sneeze and let's start talking about the sneeze and then meanwhile the sneeze is happening so it's and it's everywhere and I have unfortunately I've started blowing this shit all over my friends I mean it's it's getting embarrassing I would like paint the computer screen I've lost control of this involuntary process. Like, I, I don't know how. It's as if I forgot how to blink and my body doesn't do it anymore because I've interrupted this process. Okay, so but you can fucked. interrupt the blinking and the breathing and then your body naturally goes back to it. Get the fuck out of your head. You don't need to control your breathing, your blinking, or your sneezing. Well, I actually, I in the process of all this, I tried to get it back under control because now I'm just embarrassing myself. So, I mean, more than usual, I oh probably no. should Oh, add. God, I tried to get it back under control. There's an injury coming, isn't there? I... What'd you throw out? I decided I need to get this shit locked down. Oh so, God. Oh, no. So while I was thinking real hard... I'm <laughs> so glad I, you don't live locally. Kept, or you'd be in the I ED my, weekly. <laughs> I kept my eyes open. I clamped... <laughs> Clamped my mouth shut, and I held my nose together because I was like, fuck you, you're staying in. And I had my eyes open. And they, I'm sure they slammed shut at some point, but they were open long enough to, like, (laughs) bulge out of my head like one of those squeezy stress dolls with the eyes that come out. And I blew out my soft palate and the back of my esophagus because the whole sneeze shot back into my body. It was incredibly painful, super embarrassing. And for a good couple hours, I couldn't eat or drink. I didn't think I'd be able to sing. I'm supposed to be singing in a couple weeks. The whole fucking thing. I'm like, what have you done? And that led me to this realization that maybe I don't need to think about shit that's supposed to just happen. And I can maybe get out of the way and it'll just go the way it's supposed to. Maybe I don't have to. But I really do want to spit better. But I'm just saying, I don't think it. Stop shaking your head. Leave your fucking sneeze alone. The breathing. You don't need to spit better. You don't need to... You can just admire people who do. It doesn't need to be in your skill set. Is it on your CV and under special skills? Are you trying to live up to a lie you've already told? I don't see a problem in (laughs) self-improvement. I don't see any problem in self-improvement. Ask your soft palate how it feels about self-improvement. Through some twist of fate, (laughs) I have gone backwards on the self-improvement scale. I have self-deproved. What's the opposite of improvement? I have self degraded for a long while. So now I'm just clawing back to normal where I could do a partially quiet sneeze and not interrupt the bride. Like that's all I'm trying to do. And maybe not paint my friend with the inner workings of my lungs and nasal cavities. I'm trying to say there's learning here. Well, here's what I can learn. Here's what I can learn. The body knows what it's doing. I don't have to get in the way of that. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes shit's going to flow and that's okay. I don't have to be the one 
I don't have to improve on my sneeze. Sometimes, sometimes a sneeze is the way it is. Sometimes that's okay. And, but I, even as I say it, I'm like, no, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. I, I mean, don't you want to sneeze better? Do you like your sneeze? I really have given it the exact amount of thought that you give to, oh, God, I guess, cum-flavored jelly beans. Wow. <laughs> Which is prior to today, zero. And Kay. also after today. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I really haven't given my sneeze much thought. Okay, but now that I've posited the theory. <laughs> yeah, I still don't care. Really? Yeah, I I don't sneeze that much, if we're being honest. Like That's what you say. Okay. Oh, boy. Uh, and since I, it's not, it has taken up 0% on my bandwidth. I'm, I'm fine trying, with it. I'm trying to tell you, I'm still focused on it. I can't. I'm still focused on it because it's still a problem that needs addressing. But maybe I'm also the problem and that's new. Like maybe my brain is the problem. Like maybe just don't fucking worry about it and it'll work out. How about that? How about that? Yeah, let's let's what are you saying? The let it ride theory? Well, it's so curious to me because I actually don't worry about things that I probably should be worried about. Like and then the stuff that requires zero worry, I put a lot of energy into that. Like sneezing? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, but yeah. then case in point. Be a competition somewhere and I'll win it. I mean, this is that's there's got to be a competition somewhere. And I love those competitions where you're like, is there really seriously a strongman competition where oh, that yeah. guy is oh, yeah. flipping a tire seven times his size and 27 times his weight? Melissa gets stuck watching all of those competitions. <laughs> I love them. I would go right by the channel that had the sneeze competition because no, they'd have distance, they'd have color, clarity, they'd have sound. Oh, my Lord. Okay, our Length. next special, we'll have this. I'm just no. trying to say. You're going <coughs> to pitch this? Are you pitching this to Peacock? Because I can nope. get you a meeting if you want it. Hey, look, don't oh, talk like you don't talk like I you don't want it. I discovered that your son has taken on, your son, who your littlest, who's six feet tall, has taken on a second sport. He is... <laughs> The reason you spend most of your time traveling over the summer, especially, but you are at competitions out for school, not so much outside of school for showcases. Every listener knows he's exceptional in 35 ways. One of them is lacrosse. And at some point I hear rumor of the fact that he's playing a different sport right now and enjoying the fuck out of it. It is so bizarre. For this kid who has very little time to take up yet another pastime activity. And it's soccer. Why oh, you why you ask? Because it's there. Cardio. Yeah. It's something it's something to do that's not lacrosse. He was encouraged by some coaches. You know what? We're looking for athletes. We're not looking for lacrosse players at the college level because every single one of you is who excellent. Is, who is ready to play college level lacrosse you already know enough lacrosse you've already played enough lacrosse we're looking for an athlete we want somebody who can walk onto the field and understands how their body reacts understands what the team is all about is maybe for the first time not the best player on the team and eats a little shit right we're looking for somebody who is who is more, Capable more of a person of doing it. right yeah, yeah yeah so okay out for soccer it is and he went to this tryout didn't make the varsity team and came home on cloud nine. He's been running around the house with his hands over his head. Goal! 
oh, kicking the ball in the house, dragging his brothers outside, making up nicknames for himself, acting like an ass. He's like, I suck, watch. And then he would take a kick on something and miss it, and he runs around, go. Like, he's just, it's joy. That it's, sounds like joy. That sounds so great. It's just so playground great. activity. It's just sport for the sake of physical movement and fun and camaraderie and team and all the things. And it's it's hilarious because he's still improving at the game and but learning. Then so. he comes inside all sweaty and gross and goes up to his room where it's 200 degrees because the <laughs> air conditioning's broken and crawls into bed and dies Serves in a puddle. Serves you right. <laughs> it dies right. in a yes. puddle. Yes. My work here is done. I yes. think that's amazing. They always told the athletes in the schools where I've been, one sport is going to develop all of one set of muscles. And right. you need, like, run, do something else. You need something else to fully balance you athletically. But this coach, it sounds like, really wants to fully balance you mentally, not just physically, because you're using a different set of muscles, but but really making you more of a person and giving you hubris and giving you like all of the human skills you want from a teammate and not just the technical skills. And I think that's fantastic. It's really about mindset. It's, it's, about, it's, it's about physical movement, physical body talent and mindset. Because as the coaches have said, I can teach you how I want you to play lacrosse. And nine times out of ten, I'm unteaching you what you've already learned. So what I want to know is you know how to be on a team. You know how to be a, a person who doesn't piss me off in the locker room. You honestly know how to have fun. You know how to not take everything so seriously. The stakes are incredibly high. There are only 70 teams, period, that you could be a part of if you want to play at the college level. That's it. So, and there's not a lot of slots when you consider how many kids are vying for them. It's cutthroat. It's difficult. So to be able to run onto the field, run around like an idiot, kick a, kick a free throw if that's what it's called, whatever it's, you know, I don't even fucking, kick the thing for free and not have your whole college career depend on this one kick. Are we like talking about just, a penalty kick? Or are it's we talking nice about to be out of your head for a few minutes. Yeah, and and a, honestly, it, it turned him in, it, the amount of liberation was shocking because I didn't realize how tamped down the play and serious the play had become become in the other part because it has to fucking be. It but, has to be. But it's called play. So yeah. you do think they're like, oh, we're still playing, but you are right. It gets pretty intense. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. he just happens to be on a great team of great kids. So that intensity isn't like palpable in the kill, except for the times that the coach says, put your knee on his neck and kill him. And I throw up in my mouth and sneeze on my soft palate and call it a day. It still hurts. Every time I think about it, I can just feel it burning in the back of my throat. You're going to come around on this sneeze thing, and I'm going to get it fixed. And then when I do, you'll see. You'll understand. I don't think I am. I don't think that's going to happen. I'm uh, gonna. There's a lesson in here for me. There's a lesson in here for me that I need to get out of my own fucking way. I know that. And it's it's the lesson is told to me in ways little or, or and great my whole life long, and one of these days I'm going to learn it. Even if I learn it by choking to death on my own forced backward sneeze. Stop creating problems. There are plenty in the world. Pick one, work on it. Don't create them inside your head. How about that? Is that the lesson we can learn from this? Mm -hmm. I, I'll sure. Okay. All, All right. right. But Fair. sneezing was a problem, so I didn't create that problem. I was trying to create a solution. I can't do that. No, what's you that? created what's the problem. Say? Say? Initially, you say? were fine with sneezing. You created Hey, what's it. that burning? Yeah. Keep it up. 
my husband tried to kill us. Um, okay. And that is something that I fear. I started this also telling you what, what, what's, what are you so afraid of? What's going on? I have fears. This kid comes to my house. It's my son. Spoiler. The weather turns. I turned into an old lady overnight. I'm sitting looking out the window watching this storm rolling in, and I'm physically uncomfortable. Everybody I have is staying. They are in a house. Of course, it doesn't help that you hear, like you're uploading AOL for the first time, and your phone says, get to the lowest point in the house. Seek shelter right now now and that sound again and i yeah i know how to panic like nobody panics like missy does good girl good, good panic and a girl way to panic why am i such a fucking pussy all of a sudden i remember i would fly with friends of mine who are pilots and then i had kids and i thought nope those days are over i want to protect myself because i'm so important to these children by the way <laughs> i understand Everyone is easily replaced. I do. I understand it. You'd mourn me for 15, 20 minutes spread out over the course of the next 20 years that you even remember me because I'd pop up on your iPhone as, remember this girl? No, I don't. But after that, like, why am I so fearful about so many things? Do you feel, do you feel fearful or are you just acknowledging that the longer you work at this living on the planet thing? You have accumulated a lot more points in the game, and uh, you got a lot more to lose, right? You don't want to. You don't want to sacrifice oh, anything like that, that you've gotten a lot, you know? right? Yeah, I right. I'm not afraid of, but okay, maybe it's not fear, but it's it's a sense of panic that I get. I have anxiety for things that, as a younger human, I would have been like, that sucks. Well, there comes a point when the reality of what you got in your hand and what you have left is crystal clear. And when you're first starting out, you misperceive that you are bulletproof, that you can get behind the wheel and drive too fast and you're not going to hit that thing and you're not going to flip over and it'll be fine and this and that. You can justify all of this crazy behavior. Even if you're aware of how crazy it is, you somehow in the back of your mind still think, it's not, that's not going to happen to me. Even if the sense of danger is coming, that's you're jumping out of airplanes. You're doing all kind of crazy drugs. You're dangling out off the roof while at somebody's party, right? God knows how many things you're doing in parking lots and on highways and in planes and all the off ships, all the fucking crazy, crazy shit that you do and did. Now there's not just the kids, but there's well, maybe I don't feel compelled to be that adrenaline junkie anymore. Maybe I don't feel that I want that rush. Maybe I've also done it five times. And that was enough to not only scratch that itch, but yeah. maybe show me I don't actually like it when my heart is in my throat. Like I'm yeah. not a roller coaster person. I'm like maybe you've you've not only grown out of it and you've experienced it before, so you've got some frame of reference. I think it has to do with it's not about fear. It's about recognizing, I got a pretty good thing here. Do I want to risk, do I want to gamble fucking it all up for myself and others so that I can ride this horse naked off this cliff or whatever the fuck we're doing today? Did you zip line when you were in Costa Rica? Fuck no. Why? Fuck no. Because it was 13 miles long and 1,000 feet up. 13 miles? Yep. Took them four hours. 
and that had oh, I want to say that <laughs> right right so let's even start with the fact that I can't physically sit in a harness that long right I'm a big old gal it's I'm not doing it's I'm not doing you to be I'm not doing TRX at the Pilates studio <laughs> my leg is fine down here hip joint <laughs> fuck off there's no chance I'm dangling. And we've already heard tell of the tale where they strap you tits to dick and swing you like a pendulum from one to the other so you come flamethrowing into this little tiny podium where some laughing native is going <laughs> to grab you so you don't plunge to your death. <laughs> Whoops, not today. Yeah, I'm okay with my Mai Tai watching the monkeys. Everything's fine on the patio. Watching the monkeys steal my food from my Mon- house, which a had open doors. my mango. Yeah, fucking monkeys. But I'm just trying to say, no, I did not zipline. Will I ever zipline? Of course not. So, <laughs> <laughs> of course I won't. <laughs> what do I've I look learned? Crazy? I've learned. Yes, I do daredevilly things that other people would never think of doing, but ziplining ain't it. What are your fears? Oh, I'm sure I have a lot of them. I don't like heights of any kind. But actually, I really a friend clarified this for me, and I think it's correct. It's not so much that I don't like heights uh, in the sense that, you know, it's not that I'm afraid of heights. It's more that I'm afraid of falling from heights. Uh-huh. So I don't want any part of the height because it reminds me. But I, I, I honestly, I can't. I will, but I don't wish to have my whole body taken over with tremors and sweat and frankly, near cardiac collapse well, then just avoid by menopause. being up at a certain height. Because it's fucking awful. It's fucking awful. And I, I get violent. I don't want anybody around me. I cannot have anybody around me. I've physically assaulted some of our friends when they <laughs> try to make a joke. I punched her right in the tit. I dropped her. Well, because I say, don't come at me. And then people are like, ha, 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 And I'm like, no, fucking clown. If you can't tell that I'm in distress, I'm in distress. And when I'm in distress... You're going down. Violence. Because that, that's how it is. I choose violence. Can I ask it you would... a weird question about heights? I hope so. Do you ever, like, think about jumping? Not no. about killing yourself, but, like, I do think about jumping every single being... time. I think about I think about going over the edge. Yeah. Every single not time. Not physically jumping, but going over the edge. Yeah. I can't not think about it. It's it, it consumes my thoughts. I can't. When I was inside... The skyscraper in Chicago, whichever one that is. Chicago. And you lean out over that fucking thing. Yeah. Somebody hold my feet, please. It's still, (laughs) and you're standing in a glass box, looking down over the thing, trying not to get vertigo, the whole fucking thing. And I still, all I could think about was not, look at these buildings beneath us. Look at the the skyline. Look at this. All All I could think about is, you know, pavement brain, pavement brain, pavement brain. Now, now, dead, dead, now. I think about that a lot. Like I have, I'm not saying I have compulsions to do it, but I remember the first time I thought about it too. And then I looked around at people. We went to the Please Touch Museum maybe in Philly. And there was a pendulum, like this huge pendulum that went from the ceiling of a multiple story. And you watched it knock down these pins. And I thought, huh. We've got one of those here. Yeah. I like looked over and I'm like, I'm pretty fucking high up right now. And yeah. I, or when you're at the Guggenheim, right? Yes. That's another good place for it. Not built to code. Or when you're walking through any place it's that was a not circle, built, right? historic, <laughs> not built to code. And it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't want, I don't know. It's just not worth it. I did it because I had to get on that golden toilet, but still, and that's all the way up at the top. Yeah. yeah Dear listener, if you want to hear about the golden toilet, that's in an episode, I would say four years ago, if you'd like <laughs> to hear that, because I remember that one. And I thought, you really did? Absolutely, I Melissa. Really I did. sure did. I'm living piece of art, baby. 
fears are so I guess I call them fears when really they're just um I don't know they're well I think they are fears and I don't I've been watching that death show I told you the the gentle art of Swedish death cleaning yeah part of it is they bring their country's sensibility to these tasks and their sensibility is so wildly different than American case in point they have a psychologist on the show, an organizer, and then a designer. So the psychologist says, I can't tell you how many times people in America have said, I'm sorry, when they start crying. And she's like, no one in Finland ever, no one in Sweden ever says that. We would never apologize that. for Wait, emoting. It, yeah, she that says, is I don't, weird. I don't, it's just so, it didn't even occur to me until everyone here says it. Not only do you not have to apologize it to me, you don't have to apologize at all to yourself, to anyone. And the sentence she said was really great, which was, emotions need motion. Right? You've got to let it out. Emotions Emotions need-, need motion. They've got to move. They've got to get out. What are you do? You don't bottle them up. You know, it's a fact. There's, you know, your sneeze emotions is going to fucking happen. Death is coming for all of us. You, you know, just because you don't want to think about how difficult it will be to sort through these belongings or you want to kick the can down to somebody else to have to do it, do it. They, it must. Somebody's going to have to do it. The other thing they said in that show, which is a real motivator, it's yeah. like all these things that you have this fantasy that other people are going to go through and find what's important and see this side of you. They're not. They're going to come in with a shovel. They're going to take everything, including the very special things that you wanted them to have. Dumpster. And put it it in the dumpster. Dumpster. If it even lasts that long. So part of what they do is say, let's pull out those beautiful things now. Put it in a nice presentation box. Have a a dinner where you say, this is from your great-grandmother. I want you to have it. And if the person says no, say, great. I'm going to put it in a box just for me. Like, it's, they're just... It's, there's a lot of interesting learning on that shit. What I love about those hoarder shows and what right. I love about um, your cleaning shows, they they all have, I would say, between 60 and 80% of a mental focus because people aren't hoarders because they need to have every newspaper and article that's out. No, they can't let go of things. They're stuck and it's mental. And once you get past that wife who was an asshole, you have to get past this huge block. It's not, I collect things. I've asked you before. I've asked your listener, what do you collect? And your answer was like fruit. It was the worst answer I've ever heard. I mean, to the point where I have friends I haven't seen in years who are like, do you remember that time Fugazi said she collected fruit? Apples. Apples, (laughs) bananas. They come in bunches. I'm like, wooden fruit? Because that would make more sense. No, actual fruit. Yeah, there's a... A mental factor to it, I think the bottom line is we can all benefit from therapy. Like whatever it is that's in your way, you're in your way when it comes to sneezing, spitting, and whistling. It's absolutely you in your way. So what can you do to best get yourself out of your way to even see of what you are capable Yes, that's grammatically correct. Fuck off. Um, You know what? (laughs) You can have as much fun with your grammar as you like. That's okay. Thanks. I'm not going to chastise you about it. You can be as perfectly accurate as you would like to be with your grammar. You know what? You're the only one. You can sit <laughs> alone at that table and feel super proud. No, I don't mind. I'm in good company at that table. I don't mind prepositions at the end of a sentence. I think that one has gone the way of the know, double space after a period. I still do I that will, too. What else? Will, what else is there? I'll, I'll Cursive? Allow it. 
I'll allow script. it, Nana. Is that out Whatever too? you need. Oh, you nanned me. Um, <laughs> I love Nana. Wait, script. What else? What else has been totally phased out of society as we know it that we've gotten long division? Yes. Show your work in the new form, which is just cheating. More ridiculous <laughs> than if you just put the little tick mark up at the top. Right. Don't talk to me about math. It's everywhere. You know what? That's what calculators and accountants are for. I, I mean, I think we're just fine. Have you ever watched the show Suits? Suits was one of my favorite shows when it was on TV. I did loved you really it. watch it at the time? And oh did yeah, you watch when it, was it all on the TV. way through. The whole thing. It's I now loved it. trending top ten on Netflix. I know my son's watching. He goes, I "Mom, do you know it. this show?" And I'm like, "Uh, yeah, I watched it every week, and I waited for it." It holds before. up. It was it super, does. super peppy and fun. I really enjoyed it. I blew through the whole thing, all nine seasons, in the better part of a week. And boy, did I hear shit from everybody in this house about watching it because I would watch it on my phone instead of. But I didn't play fish too many of that time either. But so. I would guess that your boys would watch that, too. They would love that show. They would if they would watch it. But they oh. are not, you know, they well, far there you prefer go. One to of them mock me. Yeah. Two sports. So you're never going to see him again. Oh, my God. The amount of sport in this house. I just I'm super over it. But I will allow it. It's a Testro Fest in here. Uh, we talked about how Amy has travel on the calendar every single month for the rest of her life, or at least the next six yep. months. Yep. What is your next trip? Uh, South Kakalaki is coming up in better part of a week and a half. There might be another squeaker in there. I might be heading up north in a couple of days. We'll see. Trying to work out some scheduling magic there. But the next big trip away for, you know, four or five days, that's going to be South Carolina. Then... Dun, 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 dun. I don't know where that sound is. It was supposed to be Prague. I've decided I'm not going. Uh, I'm not what? going to wait, Prague. Wait, 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 wait. You're not going on the front end, but yes. you are going to go on the back end, right? Yes. yes. Originally, yeah. Sun, Sunny, Sunshine was moving to Prague at the end of August. He still is. And the school was like, see you when you get here. So there was no plan about any of it. Which makes me incredibly nervous. It's a lot this. of it's a lot of bags. If nothing yeah. else, now I've got to get a minimum of two checked bags, the giant ones, because you're there for better part of th- you know almost four months, right. right? It's a lot of stuff that you have to bring and supplies and all this kind of shit. It was even just physically getting that from the airport, navigating the city, doing all the things. I was like, what do you what do you say I go with? And then we'll come as a whole family visit you at the very end. We'll get yeah. a vacation out of it, and then we'll help you get home. So you won't have to do any of the logistics Twice, yourself. You right. said, I love it. That's great. Then, as he began chitter-chitter-chattering with many of the others who are going, all girls, who have already mapped out, we're going to Sicily on this weekend, and we're going to Oktoberfest, and we're going to Copenhagen, and we're going oh to... God, I love blah, blah, blah. this so much. So they set up all these, because every... Friday, every I think they might have every Friday off. The idea is they encourage you to go tootle around, so they're basically going to be country hopping for the whole time. So I'm very excited. I love that that so much. And these super organized, you know, needly little girls who I'm sure are fierce and frightful women. In any event, keep looping him into these groups, and they're like, okay, and who's on this flight? And who's on that flight? We're flying through here on this day. We're flying through here on this day. We're flying through. I mean, how many direct flights? We got flights? a bus. How We're many gonna... direct flights do they have to this city, right? So six of them are all on the same flight, and it happens to be his flight. Yay. And so then I said, hey, what do you think of this? Do you think these dumb bitches can maybe get you a bus and I can stay home? 
So, yeah. So he's that's going fantastic. to. Right. And I'm going to save that money because that's two trips to Prague is more expensive than one. You think? Yes. So okay. that is gives me a little bit of breathing room. And then there's also it will immediately that vacuum will immediately be filled with all of the sports travel that is insane. Oh. And now evidently soccer travel. So what? Yep. Well, no, soccer travel in this way. Uh, soccer, not travel. Soccer, Local. Soccer games. It's just playing on the high school team. So wherever those take us. But because he's playing on the high school team, now he's part of that soccer, soccer, soccer. So we'll be going down to <laughs> we'll be going down to Charlotte to watch the, you know, big toed ballers or whatever the fuck they're called with some international superstar coming in from Miami. Who gives a kick of toots? I don't care. But it's like they're already. They're saying he's gonna be here for one night. The tickets are four hundred dollars, and I'm like, and you're not going. So they're your they family all, does nothing half ass. You are a awful. whole ass family. We are, you are whole ass for all real. All in whole ass family. I can prove that in more ways. I than will one. show you. Yes. There's nothing you do that's like, well, I'm gonna dabble. Dabble. I don't even know what the fuck that means. You nope. are all inners. Go. I will never gamble with you guys. Hey, speaking Ooh, gambling of gambling, is so much fun. Yes. Really? Do you like that? Yeah. I mean, just to, throwing like, money into the air and the wind takes it. Well, I mean, it de- depends on what kind of gambling you mean. I yeah. in, I enjoy craps. Think that's super fun. I don't. Craps. I don't necessarily love card games because there's a lot of adding, and adding is part <laughs> of math. If you I don't taught know, you a card game very that difficult. had some adding in it, and you were like. I'm four drinks in. Is this a good I idea? I just started using my phone because there's no, it's, I mean, it's better to win. You used your phone for 31? Yes, I sure did. And I did great. I also played Rummy Gin and I did good in that too. <laughs> you did good in it? I sure did. At <laughs> I played good at. <laughs> Wrong words. In which I played. My yes. skin's crawling. Okay. So, uh, I didn't realize that, but you know my theory is you can look at my search history in Chrome, in Safari, in anything you want, but keep your fucking eyes Just off my calculator, my calculator history. So the middle child is now in a poker ring of sorts. They get together. It's one of the things they do. They get together and they, they're just such good Lord. They what get are the to, stakes? They get together. Cash. They get together. They play How poker big? and uh, it's a $20 buy-in. So he lost 40 bucks, I think, um, the other day, like two, three days ago. So they get together, they they use the whole poker table, the chips, the whole this stupid thing. They do it. No, right? it's fun. They're not out getting high on and the whatever. You They're know what? And, the if, table. and it, you would spend a fuck lot more than $40 if you went I'll to the say. movies or went anywhere else. So, I mean, I, I kind of get it. And that's all night. And it's interaction. You're talking to someone. You're looking I at I love someone. that. Right, you're not sitting staring with at headphones a something. on. Right. And yes, I love that. People, in people, any people. event, the reason I bring it up is you said, "Are you a gambler?" And he, I got the rundown. Who are the kids that are playing? And tell me, tell me. And I asked about this one kid, and he said, "No, we don't really play with him anymore because he's kind of a, I don't know, he's kind of an ass about it." And I was like, "What do you mean?" And sore losers, sore. No, winner. quite the opposite. It seems fantastical, so I super don't believe it. Okay. But here is how it was positioned to me. Well. His dad spent all this time gambling in Monaco. No, he did not. Right. 
And so that's where he, when they lived in Europe or something, and that's where he learned to play poker. So he always bids really big and really aggressively. So he wins all the time, even though he doesn't really deserve to. He just knows how to bet. So I was like, okay, okay, Bill Gates. I'm seeing it now. Okay. He intimidates everybody at the table. He's kind of an ass about the way that he, like he's overly aggressive in his betting style. And I don't fucking, because he, either he learned to play from his dad and his dad learned to play in that style or it's, it smells super fishy to me, but whatever, if they don't necessarily play with him anymore. You know, when my kids started to play basketball in, in youth, we had been watching basketball for so long on the college level, which yeah, is a very okay. physical, physical sport. So when he started at seven, eight, nine, ten, he was very physical and they started co-ed and my daughter was told to stand on this spot. This is where your position is. So she took them very literally and didn't move from the spot as the ball came by and she watched it come and go and she just would reach out, but nothing, nothing, (laughs) nothing. And he elbowed this girl in the neck because she was taller than he was. She had it coming. Yeah. And everybody was, well, she got him first and he looked at me like, mom, she hit me. You Mm -hmm. told me I can't hit people. And I'm like, well. If that's how you're going to play, you better be ready to play like that. And he got her back and her parents were sitting in front of us on the bleachers and they started looking around and screaming about it. And I thought, I wonder whose parents are that boy over there. I don't know who did that. That's an interesting family dynamic. Yeah, it was crazy. I'll see you later. But that guy, exactly. But that guy, that kid, his father was a gambler. It's what he saw. It's what he watched. It's what he knew. That's how he knew to play. He didn't know any better. I'm... I. We'll do what my dad does. That's right. And smoke all of you. He went home Punch with your you kids 40 bucks. Like, <laughs> Dear listener, are you a gambler? Do you gamble just by pressing play after our podcast downloads on your phone? Well, we would love to hear about it. Go back in this podcast about 25 minutes and find out all of the ways for you to contact us. Because I told you once and I'm not telling you again. Yeah, pay attention. It's in here. And we're on fucking TikTok. So... We just gave you another How way. How much to help am I supposed to give you? Jesus. Ooh. Go. Today, Ooh. I did my 1500th ride on <gasps> Peloton with that a broken even, toe. That can't be, that's not believable. That's not with, believable. With a broken toe and a bloody nail, I got on that fucking bike and I did a live ride and they did a call out to me. Missy's third act. I see you riding over there. 1500 at a girl. The only thing I ever want to hear in my life me so every day happy. is at a girl. And I almost cried on that bike. I, I was like, it. I'm crying I for did you. It. Yeah. So, so whatever it is, Gee whiz. get out of your head, get out of Amy's head, blow the cobwebs and dust out. You are doing fine. Everything's fine. And keep saying that until it is. And if you really want to spit practice, practice, I know I'll get out of my own way. I'll get out of my own way. I don't need to be in the way. I'm not, or how about, how about, I don't know. I'll listen back. Maybe there's some good news in there. I, there half the gems. time, half the time. Uh, I don't just know. as well. That's right. It's just as well. Dear listener, My point thank to you, you is this. Oh, good God. <laughs> Dear listener, thank you for listening. Thank you for turning us on. We hope we turned you on. I, I can't imagine how, but I hope we did at some this point. This show is on fire. <laughs> we love you guys. <laughs> thank you so much. Take care, monkeys. Bye. Everybody knows when they're getting ready to go into my mouth.